Welcome to Tales of Camborne Town, curated by Bid Camborne, Camborne's Business Improvement District. I'm your host, Anna Pascoe, and each episode, we'll be introducing you to talk and topics for fans of Camborne Town, podcasting from Camborne in the very heart of Cornwall. So I'm here at Camborne Library for the Tales of Camborne Town podcast and with me today is Lottie. Um, Lottie, you're the senior librarian, is that right? That's right, yes. Brilliant. And um, I just wanted to have a chat to you today. Um, For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, Lottie and I often have a little catch up because both BID and um, the Town Council through the library obviously work with a lot of different organisations and community groups around the town. Um, So today we're giving you a little sneaky peek inside our world um, and what the kind of things that we would talk about in a catch up, what kind of things that we're arranging um, in terms of community events. So um, Lottie, I know you do loads of stuff with different groups. Um, So um, tell me a little bit about the plastic free project that the children were doing in the holidays recently. Um, Right, well obviously it's a huge thing and the children are watching all the programmes that have been on the telly about plastic free and um, and I know Camborne are hoping to become a plastic free town so we thought it would be nice to link something creative along with something that um, you know to make them aware of the of the of plastic use so we had a lovely lady called Michelle Costello come in who does a lot of craft events and is passionate about plastic and she created two or we, the beginnings of two um, pictures that we can display in the library using plastic that was washed up on the beach so we asked our customers we had a big box and we asked our customers to bring in any plast- plastic they found washed up on the beach and she created um, a turtle and the dolphin pictures which look amazing and it's you know it's a amazing to think what what has been washed up and and what things are actually useful in the picture you know she's used combs and lighters and all sorts of random things but they look really effective in the end yeah because we sort of thought we think about the things like stirrers and straws which have been the real focus of single-use plastic Mm. and we've got um, with bid we've got 12 businesses around the town of Camborne who've signed up and have minimized things like that and eliminated them from their businesses which is brilliant mm. but actually it's some of the other things that are you know you might use them a few times but they're still essentially single use yes um, even like toothbrushes and shampoo mm. bottles um, if you kind of walk around your home and start thinking about how you could mm. start refilling things and reusing things it's really interesting isn't yeah. it and they also use a lot of the microplastic which you know although they're tiny they are really damaging to the environment so it was good to you know when it says about pick up five things from the beach it's amazing how many things you can pick up and in a handful really of the, of the tiny microplastics yeah yeah exactly we need to be thinking about all Mm. of the type of types of plastic that we use and um, also just for the benefit of listeners because these pictures are absolutely beautiful and Lottie and I are really lucky because we're sitting next to them Mm -hmm. looking at them now but we will have uh, photos of the artwork that the children produced with Michelle uh, up on social media so that you can look at how lovely they are Um, and I also thought it'd be useful to just have a little bit of a chat here about the other uh, kind of groups in Camborne that mm-hmm. the library works with, Lottie, because um, you do lots for children, but I think you also have done quite a lot recently since the Town Council took over management with um, different groups yeah, in the local since, area. Um, 
since the library's devolved to the town council, we really want to concentrate on making more, the library more of a hub. So it's not just about books, it's about putting on things for the community, finding out what they want. So um, since we've reopened, we've, we've started a Lego club, which is really, really popular. Then more recently, a Knit and Natter group. They meet on Friday mornings, all ages. Um, we've got a computer volunteer that comes in twice a week, Monday and Wednesday mornings for two hours. So she can help with um, setting up email addresses, printing, getting online, all different things and she, she's brilliant. And we've got other things that we've got in the pipeline that we want to start a games club hopefully soon for all ages. Ooh, sounds good. And we just want our customers to tell us what they do want. So if there's anything that you think that we could provide that the community needs then you know pop into the library and have a chat with us and if we can run it at all we will all the events that we run are free completely free so we just you know the more things we can put on the better really sounds good mm -hmm. and um, we're sitting here in the council chamber which has all been refitted um, and is really bringing an historic building back into yes. use isn't it and I believe mm -hmm. you mentioned obviously that a lot of the things, you, uh, all of the things you offer are free at the point of delivery and am I right in saying that community groups can use yes. this council yeah, chamber when it's not booked for meetings, they just have to sort of pop in don't they? That's right, if they speak to the office staff, that, um, yeah we're more than happy for community groups to use it and it's uh, free of charge. Um, you know, as long as it benefits the town, really. So ah. it's, it's a really nice space, isn't it? Yeah, to, yeah, it's fantastic. It's really light and airy. Mm. So even though a little bit of me probably thought this morning I'd like to be on the beach rather yes. than recording a <laughs> podcast, the rest of me is thinking, yeah. oh, it's nice to be in in this building that's got so much history in, mm. in the town that I grew up in. So. Um, Lottie, um, I know that you don't actually live in Camel, but you've worked here for 20 years, is yes, that right? Yes, worked for Council for 20 years and the library for the last eight years. Brilliant. And so what do you love most about Camborne? Um, I think Camborne is great if you, it's got lots of um, diverse and lots of independent shops, which a lot of towns haven't got so much these days. It's all the same. There's lots of independent shops in Camborne. It's all on a level. They're all quite close together, it's quite compact, so if you've got half an hour for lunch you can whiz out and, and get everything done because everything's nearby and it's got really good transportation links, we're right near the train station, bus station, so I think it's um yeah it's a, it's a great place Campbell. Yeah and I, the sort of accessibility that you mentioned well mm. is really important because um, some some areas are just really difficult to get around if you're yeah. perhaps not as mobile if you're in a wheelchair if you have a pram or something mm. um, obviously I'm biased because <laughs> I'm a big fan of Camborne yeah. and obviously with BID we run the the Cambassadors um, kind of theme where we want everyone to be ambassadors for Camborne but mm. um, you know if you need to sort of be mindful of getting around you do want your wider pavements your level yeah. level access and everything's kind of well a lot in trailer on street and off of it so it's it's all quite easy to get to isn't it yeah mm. and um, i'm not sure if you've ever walked the town trail because the library yes. is on the town yeah. trail isn't it mm. so that's a, a sort of one mile loop and i know cornwall healthy workplace do the kind of mm. daily mile where they encourage people to kind of walk jog run roll yes. or, or uh, a mile in the fresh air each day if they can just to kind of you know get that vitamin d going and that's a really mm. nice way to see different bits of camborne as well isn't mm. it yeah definitely and uh, so something else i was interested in asking you about actually so cornwall spaceport's been in the news a lot recently hasn't it with um it's virgin isn't it who they're hoping to kind Thanks. of launch yeah. craft into mm. space with um but 
most people probably know that Camborne is the home of the steam locomotive and we had um, our sort of most famous son Richard Trevithick um, mm -hmm. launching that first ever steam locomotive up Camborne Hill years and years ago, mm -hmm. over 200 years ago now isn't it? So um, people are probably expecting Cornwall Spaceport to be um, the first location in Cornwall um, mm -hmm. to create a spaceship but I believe that the library might... We are! Um, we've got the Summer Reading Challenge starts on Saturday, Great, which is a challenge we run every year all over the country. The aim is for children to read six books over the course of the summer holidays. Every two books they read they get rewards and at the end of it if they complete the challenge they get a medal and a certificate presented at school. And this year the theme is Space Race to celebrate 50 years since the moon landings. Oh cool. So we've got lots of things to celebrate in the library so as well as their normal rewards we're making our own space station and astronaut who's a bit of a work in progress at the moment <laughs> so they should be able to go into the spaceship and um, use our space glove box which they'll find out Ooh. more about when they come in. Mm -hmm. We've also got a face painter coming on the 20th of July, free face painting for all the children and on the 30th of August we've got somebody running a spacecraft workshop so they can do a make and take of making um, aliens, rockets and all sorts of things so it should be really good fun this year. That sounds like a lot of mm. fun and I know you've been asking local organisations to donate things yeah. so that, that they can be used in the mm. crafting project and that's because the circular economy is another hot topic at the moment yes. isn't it and mm. um, I know Cornwall is you know it's been called the Green Peninsula and various things mm. in the past hasn't it because um, you know if there is a kind of you know location or population that's um, determined to kind of you know waste not want not I think yeah. it is definitely Cornwall mm. And, and the Cornish people so it's good to see that's continuing with the long, younger generation here here at the library in Camborne it's brilliant. Yeah, we've had some good donations of keyboards and we got offered um, it was some like a, a panel control panel that Ooh. came out of a boat oh wow which looked amazing but it was just too big for what <laughs> oh, yeah. the space that we had but I can imagine that is quite year, large. You never know we've got our yeah. courtyard outside so you never know next year might go bigger and better. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell me a little bit about the courtyard actually because that's, that's all been kind of reinstated yeah, hasn't so it with Cornish Grafting. Yeah, so that was just um, completely um, waste ground before um, uh, the town council took the library or the building over and they've um, made it into a really beautiful courtyard and we've, there's some lovely planting that Cahelen put in, Cahelen Nursery and um, yeah, it looks amazing. We haven't been able to get the most use out of it because we've had the scaffolding up, but hopefully now the scaffolding's come down, our customers will be able to go out there and, you know, read a book or we can actually use it for events and, oh, and so things nice. in the future, which is a really lovely space. Yeah, and there's that kind of, because self-care and mindfulness, again, yeah, they're thick, growing interests for people aren't mm. they so that idea of just sort of sitting in a lovely paved yeah, courtyard right reading town, a book but you're in your own little oasis yeah mm. you don't even have to have carried the book yourself no. you can just <laughs> pluck it from the shelves of the mm. library and pop outside and and mm. get that vitamin d and and sit in that sun dappled courtyard it sounds lovely yeah, it's lovely okay well those summer activities sound great as well and um Bid Camborne's going to be organising some stuff throughout the holidays, so I expect we'll we'll carry on working together to kind of promote mm -hmm. those for people, um, and hopefully sort of locals and visitors alike can in, enjoy those activities yeah, throughout the summer. Great. So mm -hmm. I think what we'll do now is we'll um, we'll finish off there. We'll let people kind of look up the pictures on social media and enjoy popping into the library for any of those activities or groups we've talked about. Okay. Thanks very much, Lottie. It's good you. chatting with you today. You too listening to Tales of Camborne Town. 
curated by Bid Camborne, Camborne's Business Improvement District. If you enjoyed this edition and you'd like to listen to some more episodes featuring talk and topics for fans of Camborne Town, then please visit your favourite podcast directory where you can also find details of all current and forthcoming episodes on our website www.camborntown.com or on our social media.